Hello, you guys. My name is Renika Wood, and I'm one-third co-host of the podcast called Crohn's Veterans. We can get a chance to go down to www.cronesveterans.com for our official website. However, you can check us out at the official.cronesveterans on Instagram. Today, you guys, I will be talking to you guys about grief. Yeah, grief. You may be wondering, like, what do you got to say about grief? Well, I'm going to talk about the grief and the loss of our old selves. For me, personally, our old selves. Sometimes when we get diagnosed with an irritable disease, such as I have been diagnosed with, which I have Crohn's. I've had Crohn's since 2000 and technically 11, but from 11 to 15, I was misdiagnosed with having ulcerative colitis. So from 15 to 20, I have been diagnosed officially with Crohn's disease. So I've been living with an irritable bowel disease for the last past 10 years of my life. Moving around long from that situation, when I first heard about irritable bowel disease, I had no idea what it was. I had no idea what it was about. I had no idea what I could and could not do. I thought maybe I had something and guess what? I'll be okay. But the reality was that was not my reality. So the thing about it is that <clears throat> I experienced significant issues along the way. I was very rebellious in regards to my medical treatment. I was rebellious in regards to my new way of living, and I did not want to conform to my new reality. Facts. I know we all can relate to that. So there are several, several, there are several, excuse me about that. There are several different stages of grief. The first stage of grief that I want to talk about, you guys, is denial and isolation. When I first got diagnosed with Crohn's, or I'm sorry, ulcerative colitis, I felt like, mm, that's not me. I don't have anything. I still want to go out with my friends. I still want to, to drink alcohol. I want to party with my friends. I was just in the prime of my life. I was in my early 20s. I had just finished. Well, I was still in graduate school. I was transitioned to this professional. You know, I still wanted to have fun. I did not want to stop doing what I was doing. So I became very um, much so, once again, rebellious. I, I started to say, there's not nothing wrong with me. But then as I started to become rebellious, my body started telling me like, look, you better slow down. You better calm down. Then when I started to realize I had something going on, I started to isolate. So isolation can come as a secondary part of the actual factor of you having the denial is the isolation. I started to stay at home more. I would go to my internship, come back home. I would not even let my friends know what was going on with me because now I'm understanding like something is really going on. I need to really pump pump my brakes, okay? Moving around long from that part, then as I'm getting older and I'm starting to have these bouts of, of pain, I started to experience what you call anger. I was more angry at the fact that why did I have to be diagnosed with this disease? I was angry at myself for not being able to eat different foods that I normally once was eating. I was angry at the fact that I could no longer... Um, go out of town with my friends and not be worried about me having bouts of, of, of gastrointestinal pain or bouts of, of nausea or, or bouts of just um, sickness or fatigue. I was angry at the fact that I had to share this with someone. Yeah, I had to share this with someone. So how would I feel with the person knowing that I have this irritable disease? Would I be known as the girl that always went to the bathroom? 
That's my own personal insecurity, guys. But that anger part really stuck with me for a good period of my life. Um, at that, I'm sorry, a period of time when I first got diagnosed. Moving right along from the anger, I started to bargain. Well, if I would have just had a better doctor, maybe they would have called it in time. Well, maybe if I would have had different medication, this would never would happen. Or maybe when I was younger, if my parents had a um, had me um, involved in more medical treatment at an early age, they would have called it. I was bargaining with myself. I was trying to figure out, like, this can't be happening to me. All these maybes and what ifs was in my head, but the reality was, this is my what if. What if this is what you were destined to have? So I had to go through those stages of, of grief thus far. Then I went down to the part of the depression. Oh my God, you guys, I am a licensed clinical addiction therapist. Me having depression and not being able to share it with people because I'm a therapist was kind of, you know, kind of hurtful to me. I had to really um, humble myself and let people understand that depression is a natural occurrence that we can go through, especially when you are dealing with something significant as an ear bowel disease, especially when you are dealing with something significantly as um, constant diarrhea, constant constipation, constant surgeries, or constant in and out of hospitals. I was depressed. I got depressed, you guys. So sometimes depression can come along with us having an ear bowel disease. The thing about depression is that some of us stay in depression for longer periods than we intended to. And some of the signs of depression consist of maybe you're sleeping more, maybe you're eating more or eating less, maybe you are isolating from others, maybe you are not really interested in doing things that you once found enjoyment in doing, or maybe you just were in the bed crying all day. These are, are some of the early signs of depression. And those things can, over time, cripple you if they aren't addressed, you guys. So the depression aspect of this disease can pretty much go hand in hand. If you do not um, make sure that you are aware of your depression, it can really bring you down very fast. And think about it. When you're depressed and going through a chronic illness, such as a Crohn's or uh, ulcerative colitis or any other IBD, it can really play a factor on your overall health within itself, you guys. So some things that I did to get out of my depression was I started to exercise. I started to walk. I took up things that I knew that I normally would not be interested in. Like um, I started doing stuff like um, doing like little tennis lessons with people in my apartment complex. I knew nothing about tennis, but it felt good at the moment. And over a period of time, I started to learn to accept who I was. I started to learn to accept this is my destiny. I started to learn to accept that I can live with this. And this was the whole course of me going through the stages of, of grief, which was first the denial and isolation. Then I went through the anger. Then I went through the bargaining. Then I went through depression. And then came the word acceptance. So here I am today. I stand. In 2020, I am a Crohn's warrior. I've been battling this disease, like I said, a decade now. I'm a Crohn survivor. So those of you out here that are going through any of these type of, 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 of emotions and feelings, just know that it's okay. It's practically, it's natural to go through these things. 
I can offer you some support in regards to telling you some tips in order to get out of these type of emotions. And one is to have a strong support system. A support system can be your saving grace. You have someone that you can call on to help you get out of the funk sometimes. I call them the funks. The funk sometimes. Have someone that you actually can depend upon when you are going to the hospitals for these medical visits. Have someone that you can actually just share some of your most intimate details of your disease with because those things that you keep secret can keep you sick. There are a lot of embarrassing aspects of Crohn's, you guys, and I promise you, I thought that I would never see the day that I'll be so comfortable talking about having a bowel movement as much as I have in my whole life of living, you know, but it's okay. We did not cause this upon ourselves, you guys. So I want to leave you with some motivation. I want to leave you some with some encouragement. Just remember, you are not your disease. The goal here is to understand that you can overcome anything that you have going on. You are a warrior. You are a warrior. I want you to find some gratitude in every day that you wake up. Find something positive to look forward to and look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful despite all things that encompass me at this moment, you guys. Once again, you guys, my name is Frenika Wood. Now I'm one third of the podcast co-host for Crohn's Veterans. Please check us out. Follow my co-host, um, the, the, the co-founder, the founder of the podcast name is Jordan B. McConnell. Please follow him at Crohn's Veterans. Please follow my other co-host, CJ Cabrera, at Papera on uh, Instagram. Please follow us at our official page, you guys, at www.cronesveterans.com, you guys. And to this day, I salute you guys and stay focused and stay on your journey and your path.